0: My name is Dave, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Ian. Hello! And we're going to talk about Friday. Uh, e 2023. That's
1: the one, Ian. It's, um... Ooh, it's a doozy of an event. It's a doozy of an event. <laughs> um, wow. Look, there's so much stuff to go over. Um, I can't wait to hear about all of your shenanigans. Just before we started recording, I was like... I was just joking about how different our games are. Very different. And, uh... It, it makes some good contrast in terms of listening, I'm sure, but it's just—it's so strange to see your topics written down because we have these on a the little sheet and my topics written down and some of the some of the things coming up. I, I genuinely can't wait to, to hear would, about it. I would say so, yeah.
0: The um, but then again, like we only represent like a tiny fraction of what the game is. Yes, like, and um, I think so. The the religious game, the like magic game. Um, there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff. The military council. Yeah.
1: And everyone else fucking about, basically. Yeah, well, like, like me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, We began with a little bit of a a secret project, didn't we? We did.
0: Yeah. I have gathered the. uh, I have lit the the torches. The beacons are lit, and uh, we gathered a bunch of podcasters together. We did. Um, And we did a super secret video project in the woods. Yeah. Um, It's not OnlyFans, so apologies (laughs) if you were looking forward to that. Um, but it is related to our Christmas raffle. Yeah. Um. It's very very exciting. Yeah. Uh. It really feels like we did really well last year. Um. Basically, what we do is we get um a bunch of people to uh, donate uh stuff to us, and then we raffle it off. Um. Last year was pretty mind blowing. We made yeah. over a grand last year. Uh, this year, I'd love to beat it, basically. Yeah. And with our powers combined, we might. Uh, it's yeah. going to be for young Lives versus cancer again, in honor of George, um, who unfortunately passed away. Uh, and we are going to make some money this year. Anyway, the video is fucking great.
1: I can't wait to see it. We we had a lot of fun, basically, with a lot of other podcasty friends running around in the woods. I've seen doing some silly things.
0: I've seen a mostly finished edit have you
1: yes is it good it is okay i can't wait i'm so excited it's very funny Um, (laughs) okay uh so we all got geared
0: up fairly early
1: to go and do this yeah this smashed it out it, it was a fantastic thing to do yeah the only caveat to be it being it's very hot and it did mean we all had to get ready and do the things a lot earlier than we would originally intend yeah there was a good side to this which was I was fully kitted up and ready to go yeah. way, way before timing. Yeah. The bad side of this thing was, I was fully kitted up and ready to go way, way before timing. Yeah, and it was... HOT! 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 hot. hot. Super HOT! Yeah. Um, I went to the uh,
0: New Player Skirmish. Um, you've been doing... this. this your third time now?
1: I think so. Yeah, I forgot my boots
0: last time, so I couldn't go. Uh, sorry, Tim. Um, but... I'm loving the new player skirmish. Yeah. It's like, uh, I always feel like, oh, for God's sake, I have to go do the new player skirmish mm. before I go. But when I actually get there, I yeah. absolutely love it. Well, and, and this time you're already in your kit. Yeah. I made so it a lot easier for you, right? They gave me Wintermark. Did you? Brilliant. Um, so there's a bunch of Wintermarkers and I was like, all right, Wintermark, I'm a Navari. Yeah. Let's see how you can get on. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they were great. They were Amazing. really, really good. Yeah. Um, they, I taught them a little bit how to fight like a Navar. <laughs> they were great. Like okay, uh, okay. They appreciated the bants. I hope they did. Um, yeah. But uh, I really love it. It's like there's always a big influx of new players. And mm. the new player Keen is so real. And yeah. it's like it's such a lovely way to start my event is
1: by um, going along and, and helping out new people with... Rules. It's know? one of the things I genuinely in the game enjoy the most, uh, and weirdly, it's how a whole chunk of my game has evolved into meeting new players, just interacting with new players, and just being like enjoying their hype and 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 sending them you know, hopefully you know helping them on their way to do whatever it is the thing they do. I, I genuinely enjoy it so much.
0: It's so hard now to even. Like luckily we have a, a podcast that recorded it, but like to to remember what it's like to have those feelings of mm. being a new player. I think yeah. it's 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 it gets harder the longer you've been playing the game to to realise what you consider to be the furniture yeah. now. Right? The, the the field has got smaller for us because yeah. we know where everything is, you yeah. know, it's like your hometown, you know. Um anyway. Uh then uh we had time in.
1: Time right? oh, in. We
0: had a bit of an Ashbourne standing.
1: We did. Um well, actually, the first thing, oh yeah. So the first thing was actually standing itself, yeah. Uh, and there, I have basically been making a whole bunch of these information sheets, yeah. Uh, and that um, they basically have all of the guffins on about who's who in Navarre. When all the different military conjunction times are, the battle opportunities, breakdowns of, all, of the rituals that are kind of useful for military units it's and fleets so and stuff. Good. It's so good. It's basically a good cheat sheet for new players and actually established people. No, that established you, people it's brilliant. Um, it has like the timetable for all of the different political bodies in it. Um, and the VAR, you have kicked it over the edge where I can no longer contain it to one page. Really? So prepare yourselves for the next season. The endeavour is to have a two-page Ashborn information, which I hate you all for this. But Mother Mary, <laughs> have mercy it's, on us um, all. It, putting it together it has actually meant like cause I am in by by no means an expert in the game, uh, but just making something that is useful and has I, I try and flavour it like it's icy. Um, but it has all of like the it's it's like it's an information pamphlet essentially to be handed yeah. out to people. Um, but to have all of that information in a place where I can just give it to people, and it acts as a primer for pretty much all the basic stuff, uh, and and, some the, more, and the more complicated stuff. Yeah, like, I I've think really tried to make like, it quite when, expensive. When
0: you talk about like it being good for new players, it's good for everyone. Yeah, I, I mean, like,
1: um, I turned up with two hundred. Yeah, and I gave 180 of them out over the course of the event. Mm. Um, which I feel is pretty good numbers for handing out anything. Yeah. Um, I asked for prosperity um for them this time around. Last time I gave them away for free, but uh, I felt I think that's fair. How much did you get? I got a reasonable amount. I mean, um so bear in mind uh my endeavor for this event was to try and make some money because I am trying to Run a rejuvenation project on the fever water, hmm. and build a lovely little spa there. Uh, and I, so I need, a, I need a boatload of money. Um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot too. of money to get it done as well. And I'm starting from the basis of a uh, one crown. So <laughs> from there, I have to try and make as much money as can. I've entered the event. For, uh, this is by no means great shakes for anybody who is in the in the money growing game. But Do this I... is Ian talking. I ended the event. With I think five thrones, maybe a little bit less, which is not bad. I think I gave you a throne. Yeah, but I think that's fair. I make up what like fucking twenty
0: percent of your.
1: Well, yeah, but also, uh, yeah, there's other things like uh, that I did. I did spend some money on some personal stuff. <laughs> as well. I still Tallis, dude. I still Talis. <laughs> right? I did literally like uh, take a whole bunch of people to a party. I am not spending
0: a penny until this job is done. Yeah, I am. I, Ooh, drinks. Yeah, cocktails. that happened. That
1: happened. Yeah, so there was a lot of that. Also, I am. Um, I had uh, paid for a uh, play to be written. Uh, so yeah, there's, I, I, <laughs> there's, 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 you know, it's fun actually to to do that whole thing of like not like. I, if I'm going to do a thing, I want to still do it in a way that's true I to the character. want my phone back. Um, no? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, 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 but yeah, anyway, so that was my big thing at standing. How was at uh, standing? Because, of course, all the senators stand up and do their thing. Yep. Uh, and this time I stood up and I actually got my
0: title right. Yes. Uh, which was very impressive. Good. Uh, I didn't say the ambassador of Kinnika. Okay. I said senator. Amazing. Brilliant. So that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually had a little bit to say because obviously there's uh the Great Library's been completed. Mm-hmm. Um there was a conjunction on the Saturday mm-hmm. um for to fight the Cold
1: Sun. Yeah, and basically for those who don't know the Cold Sun is like a, a new bad guy who has basically popped up on the They're scene. Real dicks. Yeah. Um there are things uh called Eternals who are, are like uh mini deities. Mini deities, yeah. Uh, that kind of exist in the world of the Empire. They often send minions out to go and do things. You can parlay with them in certain ways. There's a place of the Hall of the Worlds where you can interact with them. Mm-hmm. Other ways that their various... Heralds. Heralds can pop around the field. Often people will have interactions with them. This particular one is a right bastard. He's an absolute dick. The Empire.
0: Well, he uh, goes around... Is it he or a she or a they? I don't know. It. Um... They just
1: blow shit up. Yeah, they, they 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 ruin things. Yeah, they destroyed some of the trods. Am I right about yes. that? Yes, fr- or at least threatening to destroy. Threatening some of the trods. to do that. So now, it was actually a really big deal. It's a big and to the nation. Yeah, uh, but also to the wider empire at large. Uh, the trods are essentially think of them like magical roads that basically when you walk on them you move quicker than if you did through normal travel um they um, also
0: help fight
1: they help fight the valorn yes. basically by walking the trods, you uh basically keep the valorn in a sort of a slumbering state uh so the, the 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 ritual that creates them is a a, a Navar ritual called uh the dance of Navarre and fawn that basically sets up these nodal points that link these parts of the road essentially mm-hmm. that make like the way lines. function. yeah assen- yes yes and um the cold sun is going along blowing those up, uh, which is obviously bad for a whole bunch of reasons. It makes moving assets around it's
0: personal, man. Yeah. it's like uh, you I don't mean... fucky
1: with uh... no, no.
0: And I was like, uh, so I gave a bit of a rousing speech Good. for citizens of Hekinia to go represent. Um, uh, I, 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 for honestly. I felt like I'm kind of getting into the role now, like, of being a senator. Yeah. Um, I no longer feel as much as of a pretender going out there. And this time I was like, yeah, all right, Hikinians, I'm your senator. Yeah. Um, You're all elected me. Yeah. It's all your fault. Your fault. (laughs) You made me. Um... But no, I'm enjoying it. It's like
1: uh, it really did feel like you were really enjoying it. I think it's
0: uh, it's nice. I'm getting a a lot of interest from my constituents. Mm -hmm. Um, They uh, a group had been putting a reasonable amount of pressure on me to go and uh, get uh, something built in Mm Hikinia, which is Treji, which has okay. This is kind of semi-active game, but I'm going to talk about it because it's kind of interesting. So I've been thinking about like next summit going yeah. up for election yeah. which means I w- might lose yeah. could lose probably yeah. will lose um so I was like oh I want to do something for Hakinia before I'm out right yeah. and uh, these people got in touch and were like hey fucking build the the thing uh in Trezy which is right. like a, a rune forge turns out It might not be a Runeforge, but for the benefit of this conversation and for the rest of the event, I believe it to be a Runeforge. Sure.
1: Um, There's a lot of this that goes on in the game, I will say. The wiki is vast and complex and not all of the information on it is uh, 100% matches up with what is on the field sometimes. Uh, I
0: read it and
1: I was like... I saw Runeforge. It's like for artisans or something. It's very different. We're we're dyslexic as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of information flying around on the field.
0: But I was like, hey, so in order to get this done, you need an appraisal. Mm. Okay. And bear in mind, like, my political capital as a senator isn't huge. Like, the people that I've done favours for have been unelected now and are no longer in the Senate. So trying to get some sort of... And I'm not like... There's a core group of senators that have been senators since Senate first started. Right. Okay. There's like nine nine years of Senate. Right. And there's numpkin Gellert going in <laughs> there being like, why do we do it this way? And there's like a, there's a kind of, there's some very good orators. People know each other. Yeah. There are rules to Senate, which are almost unspoken
1: when yeah. they happen. Um, so there's a lot of hard skill in being any of these hat positions, I will say, yeah. uh, which, uh, and that's not to deter people from going through no, no, them, but agree. to understand that if you are going into these positions, be it Senate or, or the general game, which we'll get to, because being a general is a political position mm-hmm. as much as it is a, a military position. Um, these are roles that require you to have certain skills that you put to the test the correct answer to, as always especially Empire and
0: other LARPs is uh, be bold Yeah, that is actually the correct answer um, try and do as much uh, learning as you can do yeah. roll with them punches but to be bold um, so uh, anyway we're getting sidetracked the, yeah. uh, so an appraisal I was not massively confident I could get an appraisal mm. through Senate Right. Um so I was like, hey, like we can there's there's things we can do about this, let's talk about it. And then I saw on the Winds of Fortune that the Thule, who are really that they're basically like a bunch of orcs that have recently um, got rid of slavery. This is very good. This shows the Liberty Pact is actually working because mm. people are now wanting to trade with the Empire and are giving up slavery. This is really good. Um they're on our northern border. Uh, they've kind of we traded them some land in Verushka for some armies. Mm. Uh, people are still pretty pissed at the Thul, but basically, if uh, our trousers are around our ankles, if the Thul decide to go and march across the border, so yeah. keeping them happy is good. And yeah. I was like, trade, yeah, trade with the Thul, and there is the treasury Wayhouse, which uh, we trade with the Thul and we get mana from it, right? And I was like the Thule are going to send a delegation to the Empire. Right. And I was like... You have to be at that meeting. There's my motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. Like, that's that's what I need to do. I need to get along to that meeting and, and try and talk to them. Uh, we'll get to that. But that's kind of me going into a lot of this stuff. I was thinking about that. Um, we... Oh, let's go to the Thorns Council.
1: Yeah, so... Uh... We break up from from standing. We go off to the various different bodies uh, that go and do their business. One of them is Fawn's Council. At Fawn's Council, the big piece of thing happening was essentially uh, the generalship for um, uh, for the, the army that uh, Farron leads. Mm. And uh, this is the quiet step, I believe. I'm very yeah. sorry if I've got Farron,
0: that one. Farron runs by default at this yeah. stage um, because um, he was the adjutant. He, right? was
1: the, he was the adjutant. And he was, um, when Brenos obviously... Died, went into the Labyrinth. In peace, right. um, man, that's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, when he went into the Labyrinth, uh, obviously Farron took over. Farron's a good friend of ours, um, played by the wonderful Sol. Uh, man, there's so much... The Sol's incredible. But um, uh, he was up for election. And let me tell you, um, another chap, I haven't asked actually if I can mention him on the podcast, so I won't say his name, but he went for it as well. And he's a good good friend as well from... Uh, the waystone, and it was a real close one. There
0: were some really solid candidates. Really there was even good. a candidate that was like, "I've just shown up and like I don't really yeah. know what's going on." It's just like fair play. Yeah, good for you. You will have one of these positions one day with that attitude. Like that. Was yeah, great. I have
1: like. Um, I, I agree. One thing I will say is because it's important we get generals in position uh, by a certain time. And I think that we may need to do some things with Thorns Council to speed it up and have some kind of process involved maybe that makes... Because as much as you want anyone... Uh, uh, the problem is standing
0: takes a long time now. Yeah. There's a lot of people at standing that yeah. want to talk. We're a big nation, um, let's not forget. we've just expanded. It takes yeah. more time. And therefore, then we have Thorns Council and with the sheer volume of thorns we yeah. have now, which is by far the largest body um, of archetypes in in... in, in Navarre. Yeah, um, it takes a long ass town to count
1: them. I've been playing with this idea in my head. I haven't actually spoken to you about this, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, but Have I've been the playing with this, uh, and it's interesting to say. Officially, the senators do pick the general it's Yeah, we don't to say we that. We don't even need to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, the the Fawns vote is an uh, indicative vote, which is basically something that you take into consideration to make your decision. Yep. you guys going against the Fawns council would be a, a big deal nationally, yep. but realistically, you guys elect the general. In, in my it, it, so, I was thinking, um, I'm all for obviously as uh, as many people going for general as can. But I, I thought a cool piece of RP um, might it's really just for for RP's sake might be that. You don't stand for general. Someone nominates you for general. So, like, somebody stands up and is like, I think so-and-so should stand. And this is because I think if you... It means that you need to have found and had a conversation with at least one person to get them to be like, I can... This, this person will vouch for me. I
0: love it as a concept. I,
1: like, also, I really like it. Basically, I was thinking about that. Like, you know that there's... I had this kind of Viking image in my head, isn't it? And it's, this is not purely a Viking theme, but the idea of, like... I believe in so-and-so is the correct candidate. That like your homie stands up for you, proclaims you are somebody worthy of the position, and then it gives that person the chance to say the thing, then you get to walk to the front and be cheered on by however many supporters you have. I like the idea of adding a bit more fear to it like that, but the other thing is, it does mean that you have to have at least had a conversation with someone, hopefully, who think will this is actually a vouch for you. I think that would just just as the lowest bar possible because I don't want it to be like a gatekeeping thing but I just think as the lowest bar possible I think that is a, a, a good thing we could insert into Fawn's Council that would just be like this it, you have to have had someone you've had a conversation with mm-hmm. and convinced that you are the right person before you turn up. I think it's a great concept. So that, that's that's, that's um, my uh, sort of playing the, in my mind. Speaking of which, there was
0: one thing that happened at Thorns Council, which was there's this new yeah, so training this, thing yeah. being built, right? Like, so uh, the
1: uh, Spear, uh, Spear of the Seven or something like yes. that has been built by, uh, again, I haven't asked I can talk about it, but by a good friend of uh, uh, of ours. and uh, They
0: have been... Hustling, hustling to get the to get thing working. built, right? Yeah. Like, I even sold them uh, my Mithril at yeah. a very discounted rate because I was just like, dude, you're fucking doing it. Like, yeah. this should be a good thing. In fact, I uh, went up to him because he's a broker. I yeah. was like, literally, like, hey, um, how much for these resources? Yeah. And he was just like, what do you want to get rid of? And I was like, these. And he literally took them off me, gave me money. Yeah. I didn't even bother counting the money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Whatever price he paid me was yeah. the correct price. Yeah. Um the but um but the, the, the senators had all spoken. We were like, Okay. So I I set out in yeah. front of the fawns and was like, Hello, Fawns of Navarre. Usually what happens is we ask the Fawns to vote on this. Yeah. Uh and this time we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're just gonna give it to the guy that built the thing. Yeah. And I was like, this could go one or two ways. Bear in mind yeah. that the Fawns are all heavily armed, yeah. tattooed-faced murderers, and
1: not want to give up power that they have. No, to a senator. No, but everyone was happy. With everyone him. agrees. And I think like, <laughs> I was like, it "Oh my cool. god!" It was cool because I think also it's a nice precedent to set because it means, and this may not always be the case, mm. but it, it does mean that if you build the thing and you put the hard graft in and you've gone and literally have self-funded the whole thing, yep, uh, that you at least get one year. Uh, of being the person, next, I think that's totally next fair. year
0: they'll have to run for it again, and um,
1: um, I'm sure they'll do a good job. But yeah. like, uh, I, I, I it think was that was a, it was a, it was a really nice thing, and it gave a little bit of recognition to the the the, the character. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. That Farron won the generalship. To cut a long story short, it was extremely close. Uh, I think it,
0: that
1: it's hard to say.
0: There are two big candidates, yeah. right? Yeah, but I think Farron won by.
1: I heard it was very close. That's all I'm saying. I
0: did account, and it it was pretty close. Yeah. Bear in mind, we're dealing with 200 people yeah. now. Um, so there's a lot of people, like like even the people that didn't have the the most
1: people still had a yeah. lot of people yeah, yeah, standing yeah. behind yeah. them.
0: It was uh, yeah, it, all the
1: votes there yeah. are really really big. Yeah, um, it, Farron got it. Super excited for him. He's a home uh, homeboy, absolute champ, love soul. Um, So, I think he's doing a great job. Well, yeah, he has been been doing doing a great great job. job. Well,
0: what did he do? He rested the armies to to recoup them, and now they're off. They're off. They're off. Gonna go and do some stuff. Oh, yeah.
1: Do some fighty army stuff. So, while this was all happening, uh, you were doing something with the Treasury Rune Forge, by the sounds of it.
0: Well, this is what I talked about earlier. Right. um, Was the kind of trying to to potentially have this as as potentially being something that we can build. Okay. Um, but then uh, I bops around and basically Agni, my scribe, hmm. tells me what I'm doing. Amazing. Um, I love this system
1: that you've built up in in, uh, in your, kind of, your kind of group, your political advisory group. So I got told I had a meeting back at the camp at yes, 8 o'clock yeah.
0: and was like, fine, like, I, this is where I'm at right now. I don't even question it. Yep. Okay, I've got a meeting at 8 at the camp. That's what I'm doing at eight o'clock, okay?
1: This um, is the the uh, wedding that I mentioned in the pre-LARP that yeah. you had not been told about. I don't know why I wasn't told. I, I don't know. I think it was like an in-joke uh, to surprise you that your two basically close council members, uh, Gaius and Agni, were getting married. Yeah. Uh, and They were like, we're getting married. I was like, cool. Yeah. All right. So we had a little party. I ended up turning up late. Fucking out. I, I got... was
0: like, I was there, I think Quill was so Quill there. Quill was there, because he they did They got the... a magistrate yeah. there, uh, Oliver Facey was there, like, it was... But, like, you
1: weren't there! So, straight after Fawn's Council, uh, I mentioned, obviously, had all my Ashbourne information sheets. It took a fair bit of time to get out of Fawn's Council after that, which I'm, I'm super happy about, but I totally lost track of time. Uh, and bear that.
0: in mind, folks, I had to go and take the list of all the people that had won... Yep. go down the civil service get them marked up all official like yep. then head back to the camp yep. and I made it to the wedding I
1: know I know I was I, was, I did
0: I was trying trying to to prosperity a, it's money it's time to take a long hard look at yourself Laura, I, my, I was getting
1: some prosperity in
0: like I'm surprised
1: they didn't I knew out more than they did no I turned out I, I had cupcakes that that wins all hearts so it's cupcakes for all um <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it was. It was. But it was. It was lovely, actually. Uh, I did get to enjoy the end of the ceremony uh, and uh, the, the the very end of it all. It was. It was very nice. It looked like you guys had a really nice time. It was nice. Yeah. 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 Um, love a wedding. I uh, It's. It's really nice. I love actually all these little uh, rituals. And actually, I really like all the little Ashborny things that we have because you're a very busy person now, right? Like and. Uh, Actually, everyone's very busy because, uh, obviously, your proxy, uh, Gaius, is very busy. Agni is busy by virtue of working with you. Quill's running around being a a performer. To be fair, I gave my staff the weekend off. You did this weekend, yeah, which was actually a really... That was a really lovely thing. It was actually Bungle's, like, OC birthday, very close to this event. So he really enjoyed, I think, having the time off. But generally speaking, I'm saying you're a very busy person and they're all busy people. I'm busy in my own kind of way, generally speaking, and... Therefore, when we have these little Ashbourne moments, they're actually quite nice because we don't get that many of them, weirdly. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it was things like the wedding, things like these little ceremonies and rituals we have um, are are really nice things, I think, to have in the game. Uh, That was super cool. Um, After that was basically all the food was getting uh, cooked up at the Rambler's Rest, who had been kind enough. Again, these are our neighbours. To basically make us fucking amazing food.
0: They're so fucking great as neighbours, dude. We literally, like, honestly. the best neighbours. Like, <laughs> we get fed. It's real good, Tucker. Um, They're lovely people. It's, a, it's like a guarantee of a really good meal. And lovely company. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Mate, we literally never, couldn't ask for better neighbours. I hope the camp planners never move us apart, Yeah, yeah. we must, must be. always
1: be next to them. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's lovely. After that, uh i had i knew that yelona was going to be performing in the song and story circle cuz we're at this point heading towards the sort of darker hours of and just to uh, recap
0: Ilona is the person whose partner was brutally cut down yes in, the- in a battle where the official story is... Yeah. You had caused a rout. Yes.
1: Um, that meant basically... Yeah, the line fled. And it meant that nobody was there. A lot of people died. A lot of people died. Was uh, it 50 people? Uh, I think 36 Navari. Oh, I don't know. Fu- no, I think uh, it's 53 total. Total, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah to- to- total, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. So... The <laughs> Talis withdrawal. The Talis it, retreat. The ta- Talis retreat is... It, by the way... It's been a weird thing this year, kind of, like... It's so funny. Having, having like, the talus manoeuvre, almost. <laughs> like, some kind of, it's like... It's
0: literally mentioned when you're not there. It happened on the Saturday battle. Yeah. Is
1: this an actual withdrawal, or is it a talus uh, manoeuvre? It's developed to the point where I can't, and, I, I like, when I'm on the field, I can't tell people what... Like it's time to withdraw. I have to actually ask. I have to say to other people, even though I. But when I know it's the correct decision, uh, I, I'm like I cannot say this. Will you will you say this for me? Uh, because it, it and it's it's a very interesting IC position to be in. It's, uh, it's actually really good game. The league and Navarre yeah. do not forget in a hurry. No. Um, actually, it's, it goes broader than that as well, even. Because yeah. uh, I got, <laughs> because I was ironed out in military council. <laughs> it, anyway, um, the point being, uh, I, this whole storyline, this rift between me and Yelona, which also included me literally not turning up for the funeral of, uh, the partner when I was invited. Fuck you. Um, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, that was my one chance. That's so bad, dude. I know. I know. She broke my bow, which I had named after the song that she used to sing for the Navarches. Um, I'm on her side. I know. I'm on her side. So, basically, uh, in downtime, I had written her a letter, which was like, I will tell you the truth of what happened, because you deserve to know. Um... And what you think of me is fine, but you deserve to know the truth kind of thing. Mm. And I'll tell you in the Corpse Glade alone, the Corpse Glade is basically a place in the Navari camp where we go and basically have a moment with the dead, essentially. We yeet our dead in it. Yeah. And um, it's it's quite like a symbolic place of like contemplation and and, um, and there's sort of ceremonies and stuff that take place there. Um, there's a whole bunch of cool I did this event there. But anyway, so I was like, we will meet there and have a chat, and I'll tell you, and only you, and I'll never speak of this again with anyone else. Obviously, what you choose to think is kind of the thing. We agreed we'd meet there. Uh, It was... So I'm sitting there with... At this point, it's dark, right? Very dark. Um, Songs and Stories is just kind of picking up. All the lights are sort of just around. Um, The gentleman... Man, Suddenly all the names have escaped my head, but the gentleman who uh, looks after the Corpse Glade... Uh, is just kind of going around in the background, sort of lighting up all the little lights and so on. And then he's kind of doing things. And then Yelena turns up. Before all of this, I'm basically like sitting there on my own with this light, and I'm like thinking through what I'm going to say because I, 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 I didn't. I wanted to do it fairly raw because I didn't want to kind of. It, it, it was just like RP that had been building up; it needed to kind of happen. Uh, so she came and sat next to me. I told her the truth, which unfortunately, listeners not going really to tell you here, but um, we kind of came to a, a resolution of like, you know, and she forgave me, um, but she wanted me to know how it felt to be him. So. Uh, she killed you? No, well. So, she. I'm in the corpse grade, okay? And it's just me and her at this point. Yeah. And we've been, I've been like spilling my guts on the whole thing. We've been talking a lot of personal stuff. I brought up like deep, deep in the backstory of Talus is this idea that there's this, uh, like his love was in Hordeland where we were. She was called Telsa and she died. The reason he kills Jotun is because, uh, and he executes Jotun is because the Jotun killed her when we were out there. And the whole thing like was, you know, they, they say they don't use bows, but she was killed by an arrow, all that kind of stuff. So he's like, he fucking hates them. Right, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and just kind of going into all... I got to sort of do some of that RP and talk about that part of the story. We, and we just did this real awesome thing where it's like, and you don't often have time for this, just like talking and just really going into different character concepts and why we think the way we do. It all kind of came into some, like, she was blaming me, in a sense, for some other things. And it was kind of interesting because the whole point i had been trying to do with this RP, i would been like, I wanted to approach it from like that toxic side of... Uh, an apology, which is where you're making the apology more about you than you are about the the actual, which uh, you're very good at. Yeah, right. Which was like, so it was like the whole thing of like that that's Talus's flaw in the part of the thing, but I hadn't actually thought about it from the other side, which is like the toxic part of being the forgiver is the bit where you have the just the the
0: you, you
1: pile on all the other things, right, which are like not not part of it. Um, Give
0: me an example. What do you mean?
1: It's difficult to say without talking about the the secret, unfortunately. Um, Fucking hell! But it was it was cool. It was like, really cool to talk about like the different perspectives and and like just come to an understanding. Anyway, she wanted me to have, uh, know how it felt to be him, so she paralyses me <laughs> and basically and pushes me on the ground, and I'm like convulsing on the ground. I decide I'm going to kind of make it more than than what it is. And she's like, uh, I want you to. Uh, <laughs> I want you to uh, I'm still venomed at this point bear in mind I still not have myself cured of my venom um that she wanted me to know what it was like and she was like will I save you in this moment the great thing was this was awesome I, and I didn't know uh who these people were at the time when I kind of fell fell over and I was like making my my noises on the ground I heard this voice say from like a, a distant sort of campfire, like oh I think Talis Ashbourne just died <laughs> And that was literally how it was said. (laughs) It was said exactly like that. Okay. Amazing. And and I was like, in that moment, and she's she's like, the RP is off the chain. (laughs) Right? Off the chain. She's like, giving me the, the the slightly unhinged eyes, like, will I save you? Will I help you? Uh, All this stuff is I'm, like, kind of, like, floating (laughs) on the ground. And I'm, like, fucking hell. Like, I might fucking die here, right? I love that. And uh, then then she sort of heals me up, gets me up, and just leaves me. It's just Navari business. I fucking love that. It was so
0: good, dude. Love that. Not only was it, like, oh, is someone being attacked over there? No. Specifically, (laughs) we know it's Talis. Yeah. And I think he just got
1: murdered. Yeah. So... It was... Like, literally, it was like... Ooh, oh. Don't don't forget to turn those pork chops. <laughs> it was so funny. But what was really cool was the uh, the gentleman who goes around looking after the corpse gate. I'm really sorry, I can't remember his name right now. It's absolutely killing me. Um, uh, was this whole time, he was actually going around the corpse gate. While we're doing all of this RP, uh, just going around the business of sort of looking after the lights, tending to the sort of the grove, if you were. After she leaves, after I get hilled up, I'm like, it's obviously a big emotional moment for Talis. So he's like on the bench, like having a little cry, like... And then, like a movie, like a full-on movie moment. I I do the whole thing, like I'm doing my little, my tears. I look up and all I can see is this hand offering to pick me up. And I look up and there he is, like the guy who looks after the corpse glade. And he like picks me up and I'm like you know i'm kind of like wipe my eyes off and all this kind of stuff i was like um whatever happened here it, it can't leave here I was like i was just to the corpse grade i didn't see anything it was so fucking stone cold and awesome it was amazing it was but the whole rp was just so good it was like hats off to everyone involved um, it turns out the people who were uh, um who said the, the whole like oh that's i think tell us ashbourne just died was actually the chap uh, who was her lover? Who died? In, his, his new oh, character lol. and and um, hilarious and, and and like one of their other striding mates. I didn't. I genuinely didn't know that at the time because like, it was just this voice that I heard. And I, it was that moment where I, where they were like, I was just like, oh yeah, like nobody gives a shit. Like I could literally die right now. <laughs> it it's was the, so good. It's
0: the illusion of safety at Empire. Yeah. I remember when I was ifan and I cleaved that guy. Yeah, he was. Hooping and hollering. Yeah. I chased after him over about fifty yards, and I cut his leg, and he went down. Yeah. And nothing None happened. Nothing happened.
1: No, no one came. It was, so live in fear, everyone. It was great, but as RP, it was phenomenal. One, it was like a real. It's hard to really to sum it all up here for because I can't talk about large, large swathes of it. But the culmination of a really cool piece of personal RP storyline. That has run all the way from E1 all the way to now came to a, a really nice end. It was so. All good. I can say is, well done, Ilona.
0: I hope you got some satisfaction yeah. of paralyzing this simple man <laughs> and making him see the error of his ways. Yeah, it was uh, fun. well done. Uh, big fan.
1: While all that was going on, meanwhile, doing uh, yeah. Um
0: Yeah, skip this part. It's. Uh, no, we. Um, so. Um... The empire mm. is funded by uh, in inverted commas tax, yeah. which is from the territories. Uh, so it's to do with like uh, I'm sure there's Andy Raff is back there with a, a big the old populations in the different old calculators ter- yeah. with the pull down arms and working out yeah. what what tax is done by whether they've been ravaged by orcs or not. Yeah, um, but also the boss. Yeah. Okay, the boss is, they have auctions for resources, mm. that money goes straight to the Senate budget. Last summit, the boss decided to play silly buggers and fix the price. Right. So, usually we have a thing called an Ilium gap, which is right. where Ilium is one of the least valuable resources, and when it gets auctioned, it makes a little amount, so one summit a year is quite low. Yeah. Yeah. We had a double Ilium gap because they decided that they were going to fix the prices. Um, right. And. Uh, is there
1: any way of controlling that or is that just a, a new reality? It's an now? auction.
0: Yeah. It's uh, oligarchy is real. Yeah. So we had a meeting on Friday right. in Wintermark with members of the Senate and um, the boss. Yeah. And the boss were like, there's too much stuff to build. The price of things is too expensive and therefore this is a completely rational thing to do. And obviously Gellert isn't a big fan of this. Um, right. so there's a lot of there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of chatting about um, what the boss wants, a lot of pissed off senators and I said, like, my, my spiel was, because um, uh, they're basically they're talking about it being the people getting... a Basically, what the boss wanted was effectively an extra Senate seat. Right. Well, they represented
1: want, by the boss? Yes. In the Senate. Are they already represented in the Senate? Or no? no. they But they want to represent... They want, uh, effectively, powers of a senator...
0: To wow. be able to go in there and be able to, I can't remember what they wanted. It was like, they wanted to be able to uh, do a motion or do something or spit, like whatever it was. And it was just like, uh, and they would call it like the people's vote. And I was uh, <laughs> the people's <laughs> position or something. Right. And well, like for me. But well, they're not
1: elected. That,
0: yeah. And it's also like, do you have any idea what you represent? Yeah. It's like the top 1% of fucking players at Anvil, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. even let alone, like, the wider empire. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, let's call this what it is. Oligarchy, okay? Yeah. Like, in Navarre, yeah. we are voted... Every single person in our terri- in my territory yeah. of Hikiniya that shows up to Anvil yeah. gets to vote. And they get to choose who stands in the Senate representing them. Yeah. And... Without any money in the Senate, I cannot do things that my that will represent my uh, my my constituents, constituents. yeah um, it, you want more power than what your money already buys and bear in mind the markup on boss oh, resources profit, right? oh. None of them are going hungry, dude. None of them are like, "Oh, how am I going to pay for the rent this month?" Do you know what I mean? It's literally like having a bunch of landlords complain that the restrictions on having decent accommodation is too strict. Like it's, <laughs> like you know, let's cut the the the, the, the school dinners bill. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like so I can afford my Bentley. It's like, mate, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs>
1: Like, in the screen. fact you've all come together and made this decision is outrageous. So did they each want the ability to have this power? Or they, like one wanted, they
0: wanted uh, some sort of representation. Um, there is some stuff that happens late in the weekend that I will discuss further on this. Well. Wow. But I, I was there for a bit of it and then I buggered off. What was I doing? I might come back for the wedding then, actually. Um, either way, I went to the Senate. Um, I went to... Not to brag.
1: I went to every single Senate session this time. Wow. Well, because well, you've given Bungle of course the whole weekend off. Weekend off, off Agnes, So you're doing it all. You're chilling. Yeah.
0: It's Gellert it on his own. Yeah. Um and yeah, I went to Senate. Um obviously, Senate be broke. So, yeah. um I think we had Oh, it was such a laughably small amount of like three hundred uh thrones or something like and that got eaten up virtually immediately. To going on the military right well no now we give oh, Was was this summit that we decided that, that we we're going to give the armies a stipend of 300 i think it was this event yeah um the quartermaster asked basically can we have a stipend because basically it saves a senate motion for them to come and ask money they might have to do right. that every single time but if there's just like we're going to allocate 300 thrones from the Senate budget right. straight away. Basically, what this also means is that instead of having, like, there's a, there's an economic argument for this as well. So sometimes that money might
1: be more or, or, or less. less. And, then and they, the money
0: that they have they can, can buy resources that they need in the future when it's not peak yeah. expensive. Yeah. So. There's, there's some economics to this. It but gives the quartermaster a wage. Exactly. And our quartermaster at the moment is fucking baller. Like, yeah. he is absolutely smashing it at the moment. Um, I've got nothing but faith in them. Um, I kept speaking to senators and mm-hmm. was literally like, every time I spoke to a senator, I was like, we need a throne. Yeah. Who do you like for the throne? Yeah. And they would say, this person. And I'd be like, okay, so who's your second choice? Yeah. And I'll be like, this person. I'll be like, what about this person? I'll be like, I'll never vote for that person. Yeah. I'm like, sweet. Okay, cool. Now we have an understanding, right? Yeah. Okay. It's been two years. Yeah. My constituents are getting pissed. I know your constituents are getting pissed. Um, the, the pool of uh, candidates is not going to get stronger. Yeah. It is probably going to get weaker. Um, we already know we have... Uh, there are realistically free candidates mm. and each of these candidates are really good and if two of those candidates actually managed to have a conversation and one of them pulled out then the votes would go to the other one yeah yeah so there's a whole thing about this that i was like hell bent on oh that's why I, that's why i left i went to the diplomatic meeting right uh, just to listen to what's going on. And, and the, this the is a cool thing, thing you've
1: always maintained in the game. You have always maintained that interest in the diplomatic game and the ambassadorial game and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, which I think is cool because it's like... Uh,
0: it's one of the underappreciated things in the game yeah. and I like it. It's like, Gallant's like, you know, I I, yeah. I keep a toe in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And also I want to be there for emotion. Yeah. To make sure that a... Well, because you um, did this
1: previously, right? To make sure that, that somebody my, could get elected.
0: That was that was my... So, last time I worked with the ambassador to the Iron Confederacy and took away trade sanctions on them because they've got right. rid of slavery. Sure. Um, and there was a bit of a hubbub about the definition of slavery, but basically I managed to get it passed. And I think this is like this is the Liberty Pact working. Yeah. Okay? Like, I'm critical of the Liberty Pact, but if, uh, for a bunch of reasons, not because it's, like, it, it ending slavery. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is an example of, they're ending slavery, get rid of the sanctions, let people know if you do this and you yeah. get to trade with us. Yeah. Um. So I went to the meeting, and basically,
1: they didn't need a Senate motion for anything, and I was sure. like, well, bum. Um, but it's cool that you're keeping your eye in and I think it's like it's true to the character is what I'm really trying to say yeah and definitely. I think there, there are things you do at LARP uh, and I think we've always been a big proponent of this just in general in uh, Suboptimal is not even maybe the right way of saying it but like making decisions that are just true to what the character does and it doesn't matter if the output of that is necessarily fruitful it's just what the character does
0: I, I think it's like I have big gaps in my knowledge and my game but then i don't i think the the key to to, to really understand is nobody yes. yeah literally nobody knows all the things and if they do they probably have weaknesses in other areas yeah. um i want to be good at the bits that i know about and yeah. have an interest in if you want like i had a, a a guy come along and was talking about uh wanting to become ambassador again um i was like i talked to them in depth about it they didn't end up running but i was like yeah let's talk about it like why do you want to do this
1: i think it's cool you've you've given yourself that niche where you are uh, you may not be the only one but you are certainly one of the senators that people go to talk to about the ambassadorial game the foreign uh, diplomacy game you're one of those people Uh, and that is probably not true of all of the senators uh, at, but you are one of those senators. Yeah, and I think it's like I think it's an important part of... Yeah, just like I'm sure there are other senators for other areas of the game which you go and talk to about certain things. Yes, and I like being the, uh, uh, in a position where if someone's
0: interested in that... And, and let me put it this way, people point people in my direction now. Yes. Yeah. Like, people will literally be like, are you interested in this? Go and talk to Keller Ashbourne. Yeah. Um, I may well have not been the most successful ambassador in the entire world, yeah. but... What you mean? Gary Ashbourne. Gary Ashbourne Jerry Ashbourne. Gerrymander. Gerrymander um, Ashbourne. Uh the uh Yeah. Oh the Inquiring Ink Cap. Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, great paper. It's great paper.
0: Um Oh. Remember I, I said last time I got back from Senate on the Saturday and yeah. I had drinks with senators and yeah. the uh, person was there and I uh, mouthed off quite a lot. Yeah. Um the fucking um, the oh, the paper called the Oafright. the Right. didn't fuck me, right? They quoted me, and it was quoting me about the Liberty Pact last time. Remember the vote where yeah, I stood yeah. against them, and they quoted me, and it was like,
1: "Well, that's very reasonable, reasonable journalism." There you go.
0: So it does happen. It does happen. It does I didn't. Happen. It wasn't a complete
1: kebabbing this time. The the papers are fantastic. Yeah, obviously let's wait for E1 yeah, I'm yeah. getting re-elected they're yeah, probably going to run an absolute an smear campaign yeah, on me yeah, but yeah. um
0: yeah they do great work by the way on money in jest I actually yeah. really like the paper um yeah uh so having gone through there was a a few different things I felt pretty good about the thing but I was like so a lot of the thing was so I went down so Senate's at 10 o'clock mm. or was it 9 o'clock I do know this and I was there so um, but you have to have your senate motion in yes. before. Yeah, and basically I got there and was like, so I went down to the imperial offices and was waiting around to see because you can ask, yeah, what motions have been put through, sure, and to see who's put their motions forward and bloody blah, blah. blah. Yeah. so I like asked them like, has a has a throne vote been put up yet? And they were like, no. And one of the plans was I was going to put the throne vote in, and yeah. I was like. Uh I spoke to a couple of candidates, and it was like it wasn't quite the right time, but the entire weekend my i am the the gun is cocked and yeah. it's a hair trigger and I am ready <coughs> i'm ready to put that phone vote in yeah. okay like I want it yeah wants it yeah um it's just a question of when and how um I think the Sunday episode will try try and, try and uh, so basically what happened was. Uh, actually, we can talk about this as we go because it's yeah. fun. But the uh, yeah, that that's kind of what I was doing. Anyway, yeah. I'm
1: rambling because I'm too excited about it. It's um, we'll, very we'll exciting. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. While you're doing all of that, all right, all of this this political shenanigans and uh, politics, politics going on. Meanwhile, I pop over to the night market. Yeah. Uh, originally, I popped over there with um, uh, Quill and some friends, and we were basically just doing a bit of early shopping and they mentioned there was a, a person who sold jam there it was very good and they were hoping to get some of the jams we turn up there and um they kind of uh, the night market's not till saturday we're like oh you wouldn't open a bit early for us would you uh, and they they opened up the little store in their head and got the jams out and things and that was like who would you buy jam for? Well, I was I was sort of sitting there sitting there jam, thinking like jam
0: is a very nice gift. I would. Yeah,
1: say. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I uh, I really think the captain would like some jam. And I, so there's this, uh, this this captain from the uh, marches, uh, who <laughs> I wrote a a piece about called "Oh Captain, My Captain." You call it a piece? Yeah, you're calling it a piece. Yes. Okay. Uh, and um, I, I obviously uh, needed to woo, said said Captain. I think it would be closer to fanfic. <laughs> well, I so I'm like, okay, I need to buy some things. Uh, and the idea is, I've got in my head, right, what I want to do is I want to buy some stuff, mm. I then want to go to the blind eye where mm. he frequents. Yeah. I want to sit on a table, not his table, I want to sit no. on another table. you want to play coy about it. Yeah and then I want to have the jams and uh, at, well it ends up being jam although it turns out to be marmalade because it was so dark <laughs> I couldn't read <laughs> but all I cared about was they got them all out and oh. one of them said the captains on it and of course it, it was so perfect I immediately had to buy it it's um, sweet and sticky just like your love and uh, this is where your throne went uh, or much of it went fuck off <laughs> Fuck off. So
0: I got... It was a really touching moment when I, I you showed me your designs for the thing you wanted to build. Yeah. And I looked at my mediocre coin yeah. purse. Yeah. And I went, Talis, follow your dreams.
1: I did. And so I <laughs> I did exactly to the letter what you told me to do. Fuck sake. So um, I didn't spend it all. But um, I bought... <laughs> I bought... <laughs> I bought this jam and... How much was the fucking jam? I can't remember. I was pretty drunk at this point. It's going to be a throw. Uh, no, I don't think it was that much, actually. It was actually very good. Like, it was a good thing of jam and some... <laughs> sorry. Uh, some marmalade, sorry. Yeah, marmalade, marmalade. I say, yeah, right, yeah, it was it marmalade. Was although I kept calling it jam. It wasn't until later on I found out it was, it was marmalade. Right. Anyway, uh, the captain's marmalade <laughs> was its name. And um, also some... Um, I think it was slow... Uh, Slow Gin. Yeah. Um, So Gin's delicious. So I was like, that sounds amazing. Um, I'll definitely have that. It was like in a little bottle. Very lovely. So I was like, okay. uh, Purchase this. (laughs) Um, Oh God, I just saw. (laughs) Uh, Go on. We head over to the blind eye. And I'm sitting there on a table. Now, (laughs) I've gone there. I've gone there with some friends. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like... Uh, randomly, I become obsessed with edge lighting. <laughs> so I'm like, what we have to do is have to sit there, and then you all have to like get some lights and like set it up around so I'm like edge lit as I'm sort so of like sitting. A silhouette. A silhouette. Yes. So they've got little little lights all set up, and they kind Are of you're going to sit in profile. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting like in profile. He's on a table having a conversation with some other military person, you know, obviously doing something which is irrelevant to what the, the actual broader, the, the more important things in life. Sure. And I uh, I ask somebody to deliver my my presents over to the table. The and marmalade. The, the marmalade jam. Uh, the, the jam which turns out to be marmalade and the slow gin to the table and announced that it's from the gentleman over on that table <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the moment when it was delivered and then he looks round and I'm like I'm giving him a side profile of course of course of course edge lit yeah uh, and then I sort of turn and I say oh hello there I haven't seen you <laughs> And he just burst out laughing. I was like, "Yes, I've broken the man." <laughs> um, but it was just a fantastic piece of RP. It was really good fun. It was one of this goes further. The the RP with the captain and the blind eye uh, for the rest of the event ended up being so peak. Uh, and it's what's funny is it turned into like this thing that actually involved an entourage of other people who were involved in this whole. Uh, debacle That poor man. Of, uh, <laughs> of failed romance. Um, it was really funny. Uh, he ended up having to leave, obviously on important military business. But, you know, he, he got the gift. No doubt he was floored by it. He is yeah. a very important person. Uh, so he heads off on business, and I'm like, uh, people are asking uh, about it. And I'm like, well, fine, I shall tell you of the captain. So I do a live reading. Or, oh, captain, my captain, there in the blind eye.
0: Oh, man, he must have been gutted to miss it.
1: Yeah, yeah. he must have been really sad to miss that. It's Strangely, he left just as I was about to begin as well. Um... (laughs) It must must have been been really really busy. Really really busy, yeah, yeah, really. Um, It was great, like, having a live audience there in the blind eye to do this reading of this piece, which it kind of recounts this whole tale of how I was basically... um, sort of taken there and basically looked after really well and it's basically written in a very kind of uh uh provocative provocative way about all of the various people involved it's it it was a lot of fun Uh, it ends up actually if you really go into the broad terms of the text it's essentially an advert for the blind eye by the end of it um but yeah it was a lot of fun it was like everyone there was uh fantastic um i'm sure they were silgore was like player music, as always, was just so good. It was just a fantastic end to the evening. After this, my evening devolves into macho drinking and silliness. Me, uh, you're doing... I,
0: I went to Friday night drinks for Senators. Yes, in, in the Drunken Goose. The Drunken Goose. Yeah. Um, I got there. I was tired yes. and I sat down and uh, had a bit of a chat and then I was like, is anyone here from herkinia And they were, someone went, I am. And they went, I'm your senator. Is there anything that you uh, would like me to do, or or any requests? And they were like, "No, just just keep doing what you're doing." And I was like, "No, like not in a this isn't in an educated you're doing a great job type way. This is in a that sounds like senator business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please stop talking
1: to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. And I went to bed,
1: (laughs) dude. This whole event, I was trying to squeeze as much juice you... to the very rind. On of... the on the on the Thursday, I we, didn't get back to four thirty.
0: I was pretty late on Thursday, yeah. and you still weren't back. And then Bungle woke yeah. up at like what was it, like six thirty? Or he always yeah. wakes up really early. Yeah, and he described the your tent door being open. Yeah, so him being concerned, yeah, poked his head in. And you had just polaxed yourself yeah. over the bed. Yeah. And you continued to do this. Like what time did you get back
1: on the Friday? It was four well, thirty every night. The minimum. Pretty much. Yeah, it was craziness. I was really pushing the limits. I felt it afterwards.
0: Where do you
1: I it was like it was a, even... it was a hard event. It's ridiculous. Um... I am I'm... <laughs> Embarrassed how little I party at Empire. I was I was going pretty hard all event. I was I mean normally I go to bed very late anyway, but this was excessive every night. I just I can't even find a party at that time of night. Like you're just yeah, it's good times. You're a party magnet. This event will get into it. Uh, I'm very sorry in advance for what we did in the Glory Square. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. We'll, that that's on that's uh, that's Saturday talk. But oh that was, no, you did! It was so good. You didn't. Did you borrow something? No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 nothing like that. But it was just uh, the Glory Square is a fairly uh, important place in Dawn, and I defiled it with my silliness. Is what I will say. Okay. It was very good fun. Right, uh, but we'll get to that on Saturday. Okay, Friday was it's a blast.
0: The end of Friday. Uh, we did it. Uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about Saturday, big Saturday battles, um, and then followed by even bigger Sunday. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Wow, wow, what an event! Yeah. Thanks for. Oh, we should do patrons. Dice, dice. Okay, cool. Let's roll the old D fourteen. We'll roll the old six D fourteen. Six. It's... One, two, three, four, five, six. Um Rook Rook is new as well. Oh amazing. I don't think I've seen Rook. No no before. no no yeah. Um uh, anyway, that is Elliot Goddard. Oh Elliot, thank you so much. Thank you, Elliot. You uh much appreciated, bud. Um yeah. we will come back and uh pfft. I don't know I've, I've, kind of, is, I've fizzled out of this uh, outro here yeah I've fizzled out that's because I'm you, sweaty there's
1: a lot to go there's a lot more left
0: I know we've very, only just begun I think it's because I turned the page over and saw Saturday
1: it's a lot and just gulped yeah we've got a lot to get through and then th- the thing is because we know how big Sunday is as well alright good luck right. everyone buckle up